Welcome, weary travelers, to the great big universe of Excess Press. This is a weekly podcast to bring you the news of the Disney theme parks and resorts. Witness for yourselves the wonders of Excess Press. And now, let's begin. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Excess Press. My name is Matt and I'm the host of this Disney Theme Parks News Podcast. And this is episode 73 for the week of May 19th, 2019. Well, here we are on another news episode, excited to bring you guys what very little news there was this past week in the Disney atmosphere. There wasn't really too much going on, kind of slow, but hey, that's okay. It's not too bad. And today, you just just have me on the show. Katie was not able to make it this week. I was a little unsure if she was going to be back or not, but hopefully she will be back next week. I know things are a little bit busy for her, especially with the summer um, starting to ramp up a bit. Uh, Plans are getting little crazy but uh, I also do want to announce that things are kind of getting a little crazy on my schedule my personal life as well and I do want to announce I'm I'm still gonna be doing cast member interviews Uh, I do have the weekly schedule of where I, I, I release one every week I think I'm going to be moving it to every two weeks because I just kind of, I got to cut back a little bit. I don't want to stop the cast member interview shows at all. Uh, I love doing them, but there's a lot of things just going on in my personal life right now that I I just have to like scale back a little bit. Um, But sometimes in those weeks where we don't have cast member interviews, I will have like special shows uh, popping up here and there. So for instance, I'll be recording an episode uh, with Katie. She's going to be doing a full trip report uh, for the trip that she just took last week down at Walt Disney World. She was there for about six days, so she has a lot to share with everyone. So like next week, we'll be having that episode. So I'll be sharing that. And then in a few weeks, one of my good friends who lives out in California is visiting galaxy's edge in and within the first week that it's open so i'm going to bring him on the show and, and talk about his experiences uh so like pretty much in those off weeks now i'll have a, an epic like maybe like a special episode here and there kind of just shoved in with the rest of the shows because um I, if i can give you guys something that'd be great but uh i just got to kind of s- slightly cut back a bit uh i i hate to do it but hopefully in the future i can bring you the cast member interview shows every week um, but for now, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I, I don't want to do that, but uh, due to certain circumstances, I have to. So, uh, but yeah. So I just kind of uh, wanted to announce that and just let you guys know. 
But, uh, but yeah, so why don't we kind of start the new show this week? Again, there really wasn't much going on. They they talked uh, about a little bit about the app, the the, Dis- the the Disney apps. There's a few of them, the, uh, the Play Disney Parks apps and the Shop Disney apps. So we got some news there, uh, as well as they announced the name of the new restaurant in Japan. So we'll talk about that and like a couple other things. And then we got a bunch of listener questions in. So we'll take a few questions from you guys uh, and I'll answer those. We got a lot in, which is great, but uh, I'm going to answer some of those with Katie hopefully next week. But there are a couple that I'm going to answer here by myself. But, um, but all right, guys, let's jump right into it and begin this week's episode of the Access Press Podcast. If all of you are like me and love trying the different restaurants over at Epcot, well, you're in for a treat because they finally announced the name of the brand new uh, signature dining location that's coming to the Japan Pavilion. Uh, the restaurant is going to be called Takami Tai. Uh, and that is opening up this summer. So very exciting. Uh, it will be a signature restaurant, probably probably be about two dining credits, but it seems going to be it's a it's going to be a bit more upscale than most restaurants. Currently in Japan, they have Teppan Ito and Tokyo Dining. So this is going to be the third restaurant that joins the pavilion. Now, the, the restaurant, again, is named Takami Tai, which means House of the Artisan. So Disney says that the design celebrates the relationship between Japanese craftsmanship and the real, or sorry, and the natural world, while the food is inspired by the wonderful collaboration between nature and Takami me the artisan so this is going to be a very upscale dinner menu there's going to be like wagyu beef uh and then if guests are interested there will be a an experience where they'll they can indulge in a multi-course tasting menu that features traditional tea service uh there will be plenty of signature cocktails premium sake as well as wine and craft beer on the menu and there will also be a chef's table dining experience in what they are calling the water room so there was a rendering that was released uh it was an image so it was like a really gorgeous uh, setting uh, of a dining room table and then there's like a gorgeous waterfall in the background so i assume it's going to be real it didn't look like a painting uh but yeah it was just like a rendering of what we saw but you can check that out at the at excesspresspodcast.com we had uh, written up an article uh for you guys over there this past week so uh yeah i'm very excited for this so again takami tai is opening up in uh, the Japan Pavilion this summer over at Epcot. So I'm very excited for this. I really want to try it. I kind of asked the group that I'm traveling with later this year to see if they wanted to go, and they seem pretty interested. So we'll have to, uh, we'll see if that'll be on the menu for our upcoming trip. But uh, yeah, I want to know what you guys think. Are you guys excited about this uh, this new restaurant? I would love to hear your thoughts and opinions. Uh, I'm I've ever since they announced there was a brand new. 
uh, Japan restaurant coming out. I was always super pumped. I've actually never eaten at Teppan Ito or Tokyo Dining. And it's kind of funny. My father-in-law, his favorite restaurant in Walt Disney World is Teppan Ito. He just really has a really fun experience there with the hibachi. So, uh, but this is a much different uh, experience. It seems like a very fine dining in the in Japanese uh, in the Japanese setting. Uh, so yeah, this should be great. But all right, so we don't know a lot of details yet. I just checked before I recorded the show if you could make reservations as of yet, and you can't. So there are no reservations. We are well within the 180-day mark because they said it is opening up this summer. But as soon as we hear more details, I'll let you guys know of when those reservations open. So really excited about this next piece of news, but unfortunately I won't be able to do it, but still excited. So one of my favorite attractions is of course the Haunted Mansion and over at the Disneyland Resort it is celebrating 50 years of retirement on living and uh, that's pretty much what the Disney is calling this brand new event that is coming out later this year that is taking place uh, from August 7th through 8th then the 8th through the 9th so there's two nights that you can have a lot of fun encapsulating yourself with everything haunted mansion so the night there's going to be a lot of trail uh, chills thrills and frightful fun um, guests of all ages will be celebrating the haunted mansion's 50th anniversary uh, during two after hour events over at the disneyland park so again one's taking place on august 7th uh, and it's going late into the night and one is also taking place on august 8th so back-to-back -back nights so uh, this is happening over uh, over at the Disneyland Park, which is kind of exciting. Uh, so what's happening is here, they're kind of breaking it up in, uh, of, of, in a, to a couple different things. And just letting you know right off the bat, this thing is, uh, it is not cheap. So this thing is $299 per person and then there's one ticket per reservation. So pretty much there's going to be uh, commemorative anniversary merchandise items that you can get. There's going to be themed food and beverages. Uh, there's going to be entertainment, character encounters and photo ops. Uh, and then access to select West Side Park attractions over at the Disneyland Park. And there's going to be some few a few supernatural surprises. So... Uh, there is there is a lot going on. So kind of the details for this is is that so e for each night what happening is that is between uh, 8 a.m. and 10 p.m. Uh, uh, on each of those days uh, over at the Disneyland Hotel. You could take advantage of the event that's happening over there. There's going to be photo opportunities. Uh, you can do merchandise, and there's going to uh, there's going to be event. There's going to be an event store that you can buy a lot of things. Uh, and then, uh, beginning at 11:30 p.m., you're queuing up at the main entrance of the Disneyland Park, and then at 12:01 a.m., you're entering the park, and then the after-hour party is happening between. 1 a.m. and 
f- uh, 4 a.m. So I, I don't have the Disneyland calendar in front of me, but I assume since it's a, since it's a, a summer night, it is going to be open very late, which is kind of crazy. So the after hours party is going on so long, 1 a.m. to 4 a.m. So that is insane. So there's going to be a lot going on at the park during that time. Uh, and again, this is going on between... Uh, on, on August 7th and August 8th, 8th later this year. So there's a lot going in for this event. Uh, and then so tickets are on sale Thursday, May 23rd at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Uh, and uh, available uh, availability is limited. So it is only for while supplies last. So uh, they talked about a lot of different things that you can do. There's going to be um, a, a celebration kickoff event at the 13th hour. There's going to be like a mix and mingle that you can go to with characters from the attractions, which I don't think they really do very often. I can't remember the last time they ever did that, but you'll be able to meet from characters from the attraction, which is crazy. Um, there's going to be a lot of uh, decor going from land to land for the party. Uh, and then you'll be able to recreate fun moments and scenes for the attraction against themed backdrops. Uh, and of course, uh, during the party, there's going to be after hours access to the different attractions over there. Uh, you'll be able to uh, you'll be able to get into New Orleans Square, Critter Country, Frontierland, Adventureland, as well as uh, you'll be able to get to the attractions like Pirates, uh, Big Thunder Mountain, Splash Mountain, of course, the Haunted Mansion. So there's a lot going on over there. Uh, then there's a state merchandise, so you can actually pre-purchase select themed merchandise via random selection uh, via the random selection process from the Haunted Mansion's 50th anniversary collection, uh, in addition to discovering ghostly goodies at select locations in New Orleans Square. So there's a huge catalog that you could check out for that, uh, and then of course there's a lot of event food and beverages for this. Um, and then there's keepsakes that you can get, like a, a, a commemorative memento. There will be a special guide map. You'll get event credentials and unlimited downloads of PhotoPass uh, photos that are taken throughout the event. And you can also dress like however you want. So if, if you want to th- get themed up for this thing, uh, you want to dress like a ghost, go for it. Uh, you can dress what they're saying, dress your cadaverous best. So uh, yeah, you're going to want to dress up for the, that event. That's going to be really cool. Um, so there's going to be a lot of artwork on sale. Some of these are really great. Um, there's going to be a brand new Madame Leota Funko Pop that is coming out. There's a, a lot of like, a, there's even more artwork. I'm checking out some of the thing, things. There's going to be Dooney and Burke uh, purses. There's going to be special t-shirts. Um, oh man, there is there is a lot to unpack for this event. So uh, I'm going to have to write up a huge, I'll, I'll put an article up on the website with all of this information because there there is a lot. Uh, and yeah, so, but this is super exciting. Uh, this is coming to the Disneyland park later this year, man. I want to make a special trip just for this event. Cause this sounds amazing. Um, 
And so it, I would have I would have put this at the top of the show, but right after I finished recording, I saw that this had come out later today, and I'd somehow th- this wasn't even on the Disney blog site. It was picked up from a different Disney event site. I, so I would have put this at the top of the show, but I'm recording after the fact of the show, and I'm kind of inserting this in. So this is yeah, this is amazing. This is so cool. Uh, very expensive event, but there's a lot that you can do here. Uh, and again, is is haunted mansion 50th anniversary event worth 300 dollars to you uh i i i to me yes i would totally do this so again if you want to do this tickets are on sale may 23rd uh upcoming this week at 10 a.m pacific standard time and again those dates for the haunted mansion celebrating 50 years of retirement on living that is coming up august 7th later this year as well as august 8th so tickets are limited so be sure if you want to get your hands on those a bit later this week So there were two news stories that came out about the Disney apps. So first, we're going to discuss the Play Disney Parks apps, where they, uh, I should just say app, uh, the Play Disney Parks app, they unveiled new interactive experience that are themed to Splash Mountain, as well as the Kidcot Fun Stops over in Epcot. So first, we're going to talk about the first experience, which is they're calling the Zippity Doodah Day. Uh, so pretty much guests can play together through a series of Splash Mountain themed mini games that features some of the Woodland Pals from the uh, attraction. Uh, and after completing whimsical challenges, guests are rewarded with uh, special photo frames that they can capture the memories. Uh, and this experience is a great way to uh, play uh, to, to play while you're waiting in line for the attraction. Uh, and it, they also said that it can be also be played anywhere at the Walt Disney World Resort. So you don't have to be online uh, in Splash Mountain playing this. But it'd probably be a lot more fun if you're actually waiting online uh, and at Splash Mountain to play this game. And with those summer summer crowds coming in, well, not well, yeah, summer crowds, but with the summer heat coming in, I know the line for Splash Mountain always gets a bit longer in the summer. I, I always have fun checking wait times throughout the week to see what kind of what... Uh, I just like seeing what the wait times are at Walt Disney World. I'm always curious. So I was checking this past week, and I remember seeing like Big Thunder Mountain at 40 minutes, where Splash Mountain was at 80. So, you know, it's hot. People want to get uh, they want to get wet because it's just it's way too hot out. So I think this is a good time for Disney to release this part of uh, this new experience within the Play Disney Parks app to kind of help your wait to Splash Mountain just to be uh, just to be a little bit more fun. So. Because, yeah, you are standing outside in the, uh, the 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 queue area for Splash Mountain. I actually really like the queue area. It's kind of cute. I like the Chip and Dale's house. They're, it's always fun listening to them. But, uh, but, yeah, so that sounds a lot of fun. I have to try this one out uh, next time I am at Walt Disney World. So the next one is what they're calling the Disney Kid Cot Puzzle Hunt. Uh, guests will embark on an interactive world tour to find physical jigsaw puzzle pieces throughout the Kidcot fun stops in all of the 11 World Showcase Pavilion. Uh, so after completing a pavilion's puzzle hunt through the app, guests are rewarded with digital, digital jigsaw puzzles and special photo frames that are themed to each pavilion to commemorate their journey around the world. So 
this is just another com uh, perfect companion uh, for you to uh, use while you're visiting the Kid Cop Fun Stops. Uh, so this is definitely geared towards kids. Um, I've, I've never personally partake or partook, partake, I don't know how you partook in the, uh, uh, in the Kid Cop Fun Stops. When I was younger, I don't really know when the Fun Stops started, but you can find those at each pavilion. So if you're bringing your young ones to the Epcot, you should really check out these Kid Cop Fun Stops because you can make really cool crafts and activities over there. And sometimes I, I know a lot of people don't like to bring their kids to Epcot, mainly because they don't think the pavilions are great for the kids. But I think this is a really good way to distract the kids while you're you're at each of the pavilions going to these Kid Cop Fun Stops. Uh, and now within the app, they have uh, this this cool puzzle hunt, which I think will give the kids a bit more to do while they're walking around World Showcase. Because usually kids just want to do like rides or do arts and crafts. And hey, I know a lot of kids down in Walt Disney World, they're, they, don't, they just don't want to do the rides, but they, they want to do those arts and crafts as well. So uh, definitely check out these kid cot fun stops in the future and make sure you're using the puzzle hunt within the play disney parks app as well uh, and i probably should have mentioned at the top of the show if you're not familiar with the play disney parks app it's a new app that re was released last year that just kind of helps your time as you pass um or as you pass the time while you're like waiting in queues and i'm I'm pretty sure it could only really be used down in Walt Disney World. You can access background park loop music because they have like Apple Music connected to the Parks app. So uh, it's just a good way to to have a bit of a bit of fun, uh, a bit of fun while you're waiting in the queue. And I know most people just look at their phones while they're in the queues anyway. So hey, open up the Play Disney Parks app and see what they uh, what you can experience. And this is going to be playing huge uh, when Galaxy's Edge opens up in Disneyland this uh, wow next week. Holy cow! It's uh, next week it is opening, so that's going to be big. So we're going to be talking about that a lot. I just realized that now. It is next week. That is. Star Wars Galaxy's Edge is opening at Disneyland. So that's crazy. Uh, and then, of course, uh, it's going to be opening up August 29th at Disney's Hollywood Studios. So the, they really did a lot with the Play Disney Parks apps for Galaxy's Edge. There's lots to do with the app. So you're going to want to make sure you are you know how to use it and you, you're, you're kind of aware of it. So make sure you have that thing downloaded before you go. And uh, if your battery dies pretty easily, make sure you bring like a rechargeable pack. They do have fuel rod stations within the um within the parks in a fuel rod stations uh they are rechargeable batteries so pretty much i think you pay like a 20 or 30 dollar upfront fee but you're pretty much paying for uh you're paying for the uh the the, the rechargeable battery and what's great about it is you can go to any fuel ride stop uh return the the battery that's like depleted and then you can get a new one so it's like you pay 30 bucks and you just like keep you don't have to like worry about charging the fuel rods at all you could just bring it back and then you get a brand new one so it's a really cool thing that disney had because they know people are using their phones uh, a bit more in the parks so uh okay sorry <laughs> rambled on a bit but one thing spiraled into another but uh I, I know a lot of people bring the rechargeable batteries into the park so if it's something you don't want to have to worry about while you're back at your your hotel room you have to worry about charging it yeah most rechargeable battery packs at least good ones i have like these really great uh anchor battery packs and i think i paid like 25 bucks for them but they give me like full two charges they're great they're fantastic uh and i i've heard nothing but good things about fuel rod so you might want to invest uh, in fuel rod if you plan to go to the disney parks a lot and plus you get to keep you get to keep one so you always you can always bring back one with you always you always have them with you so 
but yeah, so uh, that is it for the Play Disney Parks app. Now, Disney also released a bit of news about the Shop Disney app. So right now they they have two apps. There's one for there's two apps right now for Disney shopping. So there's Shop Disney and then the Shop Disney Parks app. So they announced this week that the, the Shop Disney Parks app is getting retired on May 31st of this year. So of course that's coming up next week. So that app will not be the. I think if you have it down on your phone, you can still go on it, but there uh, won't be anything on there. Um, so pretty much uh, the Shop Disney app is now the one-stop online retail destination for Disney merchandise, uh, which also includes the merchandise of the Disney parks. So they have like a large selection of items from like the Disneyland Resort, Walt Disney World Resort, Disney Cruise Line, Disney Pixar Star Wars, and a lot more. So everything can be done directly through the Shop Disney app now. Uh, uh, so yeah, you don't really have to use that Shop Disney Parks app anymore. Um, what was good about the Shop Disney Parks app is like if you were in, uh, if you were in like Walt Disney World, uh, you could actually like find the location of like where an item is. So I remember uh, last, uh, yeah, last year when I was there, I wanted to get a Mickey watch, but I didn't know where I could get one. So I searched in the app and it said I can get one at Mount, like at Mouse Gears in Epcot, and it was great. But as far as I know, that. Um, uh, they, they, yeah, so uh, you will be able to do that same thing within the Disney Parks app as well as the My uh, Disney Experience app. Oh, wait. Okay, I think that's what I, I, I did. Uh, yeah, okay. Yeah, so pretty much what I just said about the finding the item, you can also do that in the My Disney Experience app as well. Uh, it shows like the product availability uh, if you're in the parks. So uh, that is nice. And I also found out while, while kind of learning about this that you can actually get... Uh, Disney Parks customizable t-shirts and gear so like if I know a lot of people they they go to they go to Disney with like custom t-shirts for like their family like for example when I went on my bachelor party I had custom t-shirts made uh, where like on the front it had Mickey Mouse and like a ball and chain and it said like uh, my, my bachelor party and on the back it had like our names on it like our last names and like our favorite character so it's kind of like a jersey uh, but it was a really cool t-shirt so the, you can actually make customizable shirts uh, right in uh, on the Disney Parks uh, website as well as the Shop Disney app which is kind of great so you could say like hey the the Jones family uh, and it has like a cool graphic of Walt Disney World they're actually really nice t-shirts uh, so you can check that out I don't really know any prices for it but I found that you can actually do that within the Disney Park or the Shop Disney website uh, which is pretty cool so yeah but those are the, the two news items with the Disney apps so again the the Play Disney Parks app is getting some new experiences and the Disney, uh, the Shop Disney Parks app will be retiring and the only uh, dining app, you, oh wow, dining, the only um, shopping app you could use is the Shop Disney app. So, uh, but yeah, so that's it for the apps. So I'm going to take a quick break and we're going to move on to the next item.
So this next news item is for all of those uh, those people there that just love their mouse ears. So they announced that starting on May 24th over at Walt Disney World and the Disneyland Resort, they people can get their hands on a series of limited release Mickey ear hats and Minnie Mouse ear headbands uh, for the first time ever that are designed by notable celebrities, designers, and artists. So each month, new designs will be released. And again, this is a very kind of, I guess, limited edition. Uh, and many of the designs in the collection are inspired by, of course, your favorite Disney characters and your favorite Disney parks attraction. So there are a lot of big and notable names on here. Some of the ones that I knew or I know, there's, there's Betsy Johnson. Well, the first one that's coming up in May 24th is Harvey's. I don't know what Harvey's is. Um... But Betsy, Betsy Johnson is one. Alex and Ani is one. Uh, there's Kim Irvine. Heidi Klum is making one. Coach is making one. Uh, next year, it says fall or sorry, April of 2020. Joe Rohde is going to do one. I assume that's going to kind of line up with Earth Day and the anniversary of Animal Kingdom. Uh, Vera Wang is doing one. Carly Kloss will be doing one next summer. So this goes all the way into the summer of next year where these designers are coming out with their special edition headbands. Some of these are pretty cool. They I, I should have posted an article on the website, but we were kind of... Uh, a little bit busy this past week so we didn't get a chance unfortunately but um but yeah the disney parks blog has some great uh images of like what's coming this year and these things seem kind of fancy i don't know how much they're gonna be they they haven't really said uh the exact price but yeah may 24th you're gonna be able to get your hands on them so that is uh that's coming up this week so you might want to check that out if you're really big into headbands. I know the Disney community goes gaga, or not, I shouldn't say gaga, but they go crazy for the uh, for the like the different headbands come out, like the purple potion ones and uh, the rose gold ones. But again, those are designed by Disney. These are designed by like big like big designers, uh, and I think it's going to be great. Uh, I know I got to get my hands on the Joe Rohde ones, whatever they are. I am definitely getting those, but I, I don't really know a lot of these other ones. There's Je uh, Kevin Rafferty, John Coulter, uh, Her Universe, Kim Irvine, Cupcakes and Cashmere. So yeah, there's a, there's a huge line that are coming within the, this next year. Uh, at some of these places that you can shop uh, for over at the Disneyland Resort, you can look uh, for them at the Disney Dress Shop, Disneyana, and Off the Page. Uh, and then over in the Walt Disney World Resort, you can go to Ever After Jewelry Co. and Accessories, Mouse Gear, Uptown Jewelers, Once Upon a Time, and Discovery Trading Company. Uh, and again, that's over at the Walt Disney World Resort. Or you can shop online at shopdisney.com slash disney-parks-designer-collection. So yeah, you will be able to buy those online if you're not able to get those at any of the resorts. But yeah, some pretty cool stuff coming from them. That's I think this is really this is really neat. Uh, I mean, people just love the 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 Mickey years. So they they are again uh, limited re releases for the Mickey Mouse ear hats as well as the Minnie Mouse ear headbands. So uh, stay tuned for more details for that. But again, the first one that is going on sale this month.
month is May 24th is the company's Harvey's. Again, I'm not really that familiar with it, but hopefully that means something to you guys. Uh, I've literally never heard of Harvey's until I read this article. Um, so yeah, May 24th is coming up this week. So uh, get your hands on those if it's something you want. So for a very small piece of news, well, if you're a fan of the Tomorrowland Speedway, it is now back in action after it had a pretty long refurbishment because of the whole Tron construction that is happening. Uh, so if you're a fan of it, hey, you can go on it once again. Uh, they there, there were a few changes to the exterior. There's some new paint. Uh, they, there is a bit more cleaner, more updated look, but the track hasn't really changed too much. Uh, it was definitely shortened. Um, but, uh, but yeah, it's sitting right next to the Tron coaster and people had thought this was going to go because of the Tron coaster, but, uh, it's not, it is still there. Uh, it is still, there's plenty of fumes to go around for everyone. I don't know how much longer this attraction is going to last. I know a lot of people are fans of it, but uh, to me, I think I think I think it needs to go, and I think something else needs to take its place. But uh, for right now, hey, it still brings in the crowds. There's still usually pretty long lines for it. I mean, the kids love it. The kids get to drive around on cars. I mean, it's kind of hard to steal those things, to steer those things. But hey, the kids love it, so if it, I, I can't blame parents wanting to take their kids on it. It's a good distraction. So, uh, but yeah, so the Tarland Speedway is back in action. I assume while you're driving it, uh, you can get a good look at the Tron construction. Uh, you can also do that on the TTA, but but yeah, you can do that on the Tomorrowland Speedway. You could start driving that uh, on your next visit to Walt Disney World. Alright, so for the last bit of news we have today, now this is very, very quick, uh, the, so uh, I think everyone is excited for the brand new Toy Story movie that is coming later this year. Uh, it is being released on June 21st of 2019, so we are, oh wait, today is May 19th, so we got exactly one month until it comes out Oh wait, I'm sorry. It's coming out June 21st. I was thinking I said 19th, so it's coming out June 21st. So hey, a little bit more than a month, but you know what I mean. But uh, but yeah, so I'm very excited for the movie. I can't wait. I thought we had a pretty good like. I thought the trilogy was great. Hopefully, uh, they have a reason to tell this next story. But I'm sidetracking real quick. But I'm very excited because I saw that Pixar is only focusing on. Uh, new movies uh, in their upcoming slate after the sequels are over so I'm, I'm very interested uh, I'm very excited to see that Pixar is just telling brand new stories instead of doing sequels so I'm excited for them to get away from that but uh but yeah anyway so Toy Story 4 coming later this year but the news that I have to share is that Disney is is going to be showing a sneak preview of the movie uh it will at the Disneyland Park it will be presented at the Tomorrowland Theater so that's kind of near the entrance of Space Mountain over there uh it's usually like a 40 theater so I maybe they'll have like special lighting effects and 
some maybe wins who knows but who knows what they'll do i remember i saw the, the like the last jedi or not the last jedi the path of the jedi there i remember seeing uh, a big hero six preview there and that was 40 that was really cool so i don't know if they're gonna uh do that for tour story four but that's gonna be over at the tomorrowland theater at the disneyland park uh and then in disney's hollywood studios it will be at the walt disney presents attraction and then if you're on the cruise line you can catch show the disney cruise line you can catch showings between may 24th and june 20th uh in the disneyland uh, Paris will also offer the uh, opportunity for this in the studio theater at the Walt Disney Studios Park from June 18th to June 28th. Uh, and and uh, I, oh yeah, I didn't mention this, but yeah, it's beginning May 24th at the Disneyland Park, Hollywood Studios. And of course, like I said before, May 24th at the Disney Cruise Line. So uh, yeah, you will be able to catch that this week. So that is it for the news this week. Just stay tuned and we're going to do some listener questions. So now it's time for listener questions. We got a bunch in from Instagram this past week. Uh, I'm going to answer just a couple of them. But if if I don't answer yours, they will be answered on the next week's episode or previous. Uh, for the sake of time, we can't answer all of them, unfortunately. But I'm going to answer probably, I think, two I'm going to answer today. So, um, but yeah. Okay. So the first two, the first one I'm going to answer is from Carter. Uh, he's a good friend of the show. So Carter sent in a question from Instagram saying, I am doing a crawl between the monorail resorts when I go in the fall. Which order should I go in? Uh, so that is a good question. I kind of talked about this. I think last week I was saying how uh, on my upcoming trip, uh, I would like to do a monorail crawl as well. I think it'll be a lot of fun uh, and I'll get a lot of enjoyment out of it. And I think it's just a fun way to kind of break up your, your trip. So what he's kind of talking about is if, if you're not familiar is that the resort loop monorail crawl, like you go from the uh, to the different lounges that are located on the resort loop. So that means you go to like the Contemporary, the Polynesian, and the Grand Floridian. So Carter, you asked what order should I go in? So I think there's really only one order you can go in. So because the resort only go, the resort loop only goes in one direction. So you pretty much have to go from the Contemporary to the, uh, the Polynesian to the Grand Floridian. Uh, that would probably be your best loop. Uh, you can start at any one of those. Um, but it, what I would do is I would probably start at the contemporary, um, and then go to the Polynesian and then Grand Floridian because at the contemporary, you can do the, the wave lounge. I think that'll be a lot of fun. You could, you could do that. The wave is, is a pretty cool bar. Um, or you can do the outer rim. Uh, the outer rim is, is very kind of small and tiny and that's located next to Chef Mickey's. I, I would recommend going to the wave. I think that'll be uh, much better to go to. I think that should probably be like your first stop. I mean, that's at least what I would do. Um, 
and then you're going to hop on the resort loop and go to the Polynesian. And of course, you got to go to Trader Sam's Grog Grotto and get a, a crazy drink there. You got you to do that. So if you have to wait in line a bit, you, hey, you got to do what you got to do. Um, so I would definitely do that. Uh, and then when you go to the Grand Floridian. So right now, it is a, a Misner's Lounge is under construction because it is going to be the new Beauty and the Beast uh, lounge that is coming later this year. They, I think they said it's coming later this year in the fall. So I'm hoping when I go in November that it's there. Uh, but I'm not, I think you said you were going in September last time I had talked to you. So I'm not sure if it's going to be open there, but there is like a temporary lounge set up. But uh, I probably wouldn't go to that one. But the good thing is you can go to the Citrico's, which is a restaurant over there. It is located on the second floor of the Grand Floridian. Uh, there is a lounge that you can go. So I would probably go to the Citrico's lounge. Um, you can go there. They have uh, specialty cocktails, wines, and beers. Uh, there's also no Coosies that you can go to. And that is actually located on the Seven Seas Lagoon. Um... So if you want, you could you could go to the bar and eat like an entree there if you want. But yeah, you can go to a bar and they definitely have other drinks over there as well. Uh, and you could just watch everything that's going on in the water. Um, but yeah, so Narcusi is really nice. So you could check out one of those two lounges over there as well. So uh, what I actually noticed this past week on my trip is the day that we actually were had our monorail. Uh, it was uh, like... So I was kind of planning when we would do our monorail crawl and it would be our Magic Kingdom day. So what we had planned was go to Magic Kingdom throughout the entire day, the morning, throughout the day, relax, go back for a bit, and then probably at like 5 o'clock kind of start a monorail crawl. And then what's great is I actually saw that when we go, there's extra magic hours from 9 to 11. So that means we could do the monorail crawl and then finish off the Magic Kingdom for those last couple hours that evening. So if you're doing the monorail crawl, I would suggest trying to find to see if Magic Kingdom has a night where they have extra magic hours at nighttime so you can end your trip at Magic Kingdom uh, or end your night at Magic Kingdom uh, over there after you finish it. So that's what I kind of want to do on, on, on the trip. I think that'll be a lot of fun. So spend the day at Magic Kingdom, relax, uh, back at your hotel, monorail crawl, and then finish the night at Magic Kingdom. That's what I would do. So those are the stops that I would do. I would probably, I don't know what resort you're staying at, but what I would do is take, do, I would just take an Uber over to the Contemporary. I think that'll be your easiest thing. Start it, start there. Uh, and then you could take the monorail resort loop and then but if you get a little bit ambitious if you want to add one more stop you could take a boat from the Grand Floridian over to Wilderness Lodge and then you can go to Geyser Point or Territory Lounge which I think is still open I know the I, I know um Artist Point because it's connected to Artist Point and I know Artist Point is on Storybook Dining but I can't remember off the top of my head if uh, ter territory lounge is gone, but yeah, so yeah, you could do that. I think, uh, I, I think that's a good idea. So yeah, that's the order. I think you should go in contemporary Grand Floridian or sorry, contemporary Polynesian and then Grand Floridian, uh, and then go to one of those lounges that I suggested. So, uh, Carter, let me know how that works out. Love to hear all about it. So, all right. So the next question comes from, 
underscore that Diz girl over on uh, Instagram. And that is from Alessa. So Alessa, thank you for sending that question in. So she asked, if I get a hopper pass, do I still only get three initial fast passes or three per park? So unfortunately, if you plan on hopping over that day, you can only pick the three uh, that you want for that park in the day so like you can't like say for instance like if you plan on going to magic kingdom and animal kingdom you can't split it between the two parks you can only do one or the other um so my suggestion is uh if you're going to say like magic kingdom in the morning what i would do is just uh make them throughout the day probably earlier in the day and then once once you use that third fast pass, you can book your rolling fourth pass fast pass right away. So once you use it, check to see what's like going on at Animal Kingdom or whatever park you're visiting, uh, and see like what's available so you can book your next fast pass right away. Um, but yeah, unfortunately, you can only book it for the initial park and not for the one you want to hop to uh, later. So. I think that's a great question. Uh, yeah, unfortunately, you can't do three per park. Uh, it just yeah, it doesn't work like that. So, uh, but yeah, so I wanted to answer that one because I knew that was a bit quicker to get through. Uh, but I know that that is a question that some people have on their mind of whether or not they can do that. But, but yeah. So all right, thanks, Alessa, for the question. Really appreciate that. So uh, sorry if we didn't get to or if I didn't get to your questions this week. But for the sake of time, I kind of had to cut it a bit. Short short but um but yeah thanks for sending those in and make sure you guys are sending those in on like instagram or facebook or through our email and we can get to your question on the next episode but all right guys that's gonna wrap it up for this week's episode and guys if you haven't checked out the new t-shirts already on our shop or haven't even checked out our shop in general, please go to excesspresspodcast.com slash shop and you can see the, the shirts that we have up there. We have cu- uh, one custom shirt that it is from Excess Press. Uh, they are now available. These Excess Press shirts are uh, are extremely limited in quantity, so make sure you get your hands on those. There's free shipping on all items uh, and you can easily pay through PayPal, which is very simple and easy to do. And remember, guys, this is your way that you can support the podcast. If you're a fan of the show, uh, all the money that is earned from this goes directly back into the show. It goes towards like hosting costs and for more merchandise in the future. Um, but yeah, so uh, th- thank you guys for supporting the show. And if, if, if you like the show, if you like what we're doing over here and if you want to support us, this is how you can do it. You can do it by going to our shop and getting something over there. So Uh, I would be greatly appreciated if you guys check that out and just check out the new website in general. Uh, I recently updated it. It is much cleaner and so much nicer than what I originally had. We have our new logo up. Uh, We're coming up with... Uh, we're coming up with news articles. Uh, everything's going great. So make sure you check out the website over there at excesspresspodcast.com. And guys, if you're not subscribed to the podcast already, please do so on Apple Podcasts, Anchor, 
Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or however you listen to podcasts. Uh, and please leave a review if you can, because it'll really help out the show. There are some really great reviews from you guys up there already. So really appreciate that. Uh, and if you're not following me on social media already, you can do so at, in, uh, at uh, on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Excess Press Podcast. You can also follow Katie on podcast uh, on, oh, podcasts, on Instagram at uh, magically Mootsy, you can find her over there. Uh, and hopefully, you guys listened to the interview with a cast member last week. We had uh, Lindsay on talking about her time as a tour guide. Uh, she was great; it was fantastic. And if you want to be on a future episode of the show, if you were a past uh, or previous cast member and you'd like to be on, just let me know, and we'll schedule into the show. And kind of again, what I was saying earlier, I don't know when my every other week is going to start. Probably in the next couple weeks is when it's going to happen. Uh, and uh, it, yeah, so just be kind of weary of that schedule and just, yeah, sorry again about that. I, I hate to do it, but I have to. So um, anyways, so you can also shoot me an email over at matt at excesspresspodcast.com uh, and let me know if you have any questions uh, and if you want, the easiest way to send a voice message is doing it right through the Anchor app. They make it super easy. It just gets sent directly to me. You can up, you can ask it through the app, uh, and then just get it to me. Uh, it, it gets sent to me to me directly. Uh, Anchor is a great platform, and this, that's what I use to upload my show. So uh, that is pretty much the easiest way to do that. But. All right, guys, thanks for tuning in and for your support of the show. This is Matt from the Access Press Podcast signing off. Until next time, travelers. We hope to see you next week. And remember to seize the future with excess. Bon voyage.